We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast what is up green bay packers fans welcome back to another edition of the pack a day podcast i am your host jacob morley not joined today by my co-host and right hand man ross uglum as we had a scheduling conflict as tends to happen during the summertime with the two of us. Uh, but it is a dead, dead period right now for the NFL and even for the Green Bay Packers, who have maybe the biggest story in sports on their roster in Aaron Rodgers. And with the looming opt-out day coming up, we have not heard anything from 12's camp on whether or not that is going to be something he decides to pursue or not. So we are just going to gloss over that. And I actually want to talk about the other quarterback on the roster, Jordan Love. And if you have followed me or interacted with me for a while, you probably understand that Jordan Love is someone that I'm a very big fan of. Um, I've been a big fan of him even before the Packers took him. I believe there is a tweet stemming back to September of 2019, early in Jordan Love's 2019 college campaign, where I fired off a tweet that said, basically, I think it'd be really cool. It'd be kind of a fun pick if the Packers selected Jordan Love in the next year's draft class. Now, a lot of people chastised me for that, and for good reason. You know, that was kind of just a throwaway tweet where I was thinking, and I think I was just watching Jordan Love and just saying, wow, I think I love the way this guy plays the game. He'd be a really fun developmental guy in Green Bay. Now, the downside of that that people that chastised me were correct about was the fact that it didn't really make a lot of sense as far as timeline, and it didn't, and it doesn't. But we're not going to focus on that today. We're going to focus on specifically why do I like Jordan Love so much? Why do I believe in him so much? Why do I think he can be a Super Bowl caliber quarterback in the National Football League? So we're going to kind of poke around that today because that's something that I've never actually gotten a chance to kind of dive into and, and talk about. You know, why, what sticks out to me? Why, what, what is it with this kid that makes me just really excited about his prospect as a starting quarterback in the National Football League? And I think you have to kind of go 
to the beginning with all of this. And right now, in the year 2021, it has never been easier to play quarterback in the National Football League. Now, I'm not saying it's an easy task. It isn't. It's very hard. It's probably the most demanding and difficult position to play in sports. But teams make it easier. That's kind of what is in vogue right now. What the the Sean McVay type tree has been able to do is kind of take that college spread offense you know, type concepts and bring it to the National Football League. And what that does is it makes it a lot easier for young quarterbacks to be able to be successful early. And one, co- one coach in the NFL that has done a masterful job of simplifying the offense, and I don't mean to say that as a derogatory thing. It's really important to simplify the offense. The offense needs to move the ball and score points. And if you can make things simpler to do that, by all means, do it. You, you've seen young quarterbacks have earlier success than you know, any time in the past. You see guys like Josh Allen make huge jumps. You see guys like Lamar Jackson be able to come into the league and win an MVP, essentially, in his first year as a starter. Kyle Murray is another guy you point to that's saying, wow, he's a really good young quarterback. Deshaun Watson, a really good young quarterback. Um, Even guys like Baker Mayfield and Justin Herbert, you know, guys that are young. Herbert, man, Herbie Buckets coming in his first year and being able to do stuff like that. You want to talk about guys that weren't too far off. A lot of people uh, were splitting hairs talking to, talking about the difference in Justin Herbert and Jordan Love. But that's beside the point. When you look at Jordan Love, I see a guy who has and, and probably had the most physical tools in last year's quarterback draft class. And let me say that again because I truly believe this. Um, and it's not just me. Uh, my good buddy, Kent Swanson, who I do the KC Draft Guide with, I believe he says that. That's the first line. And, and mind you, this is Kent's write-up. I didn't do the write-up on Jordan Love. Kent did. And Kent was one of the first guys in on Patrick Mahomes. And I kid you not, one of the first guys in on Patrick Mahomes. Talking about Jordan Love being the most talented quarterback in the 2019 draft class. And when you talk about arm talent, you talk about why I like this kid. Go back. Let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. Am I going to say Jordan Love is, is going to be Patrick Mahomes? Jordan Love is going to achieve the same things that Patrick Mahomes has achieved in his first you know, three years as a starter? Absolutely not. I mean, that, that would be ludicrous to do that. We may not ever see, we may not ever see a quarterback come in and light the league on fire like Patrick Mahomes has in his first few years as a starter. But that does not mean we shouldn't, you know, peel back the layers a little bit and let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. Let's talk about the Texas Tech kid coming out early, having question marks. Man, this guy throws a lot of interceptions. Man, this guy is wild with the football. Man, this guy can can do a lot of good things, but wow, we need to coach him. We need to rein him in. Am I talking about Patrick Mahomes or am I talking about Jordan Love? Now, Patrick Mahomes probably has a generational arm. Generational. Jordan Love has an elite arm. So when I say there is a difference, is it enough of a difference to really care? Probably not. But Jordan Love doesn't have the same level of arm talent that Patrick Mahomes had. No, Quite frankly, no one really does. But Jordan Love is up there. If Jordan Love is a starter in the National Football League, I would probably place him top five 
as far as arm talent, the way the ball just jumps out of his hand, the way he can spin it. So that is, you know, what you kind of look at. And you look at Patrick Mahomes and you look at the early success that he had after a year of sitting on the bench. He was put into a fantastic situation in Kansas City. He had a quarterback in front of him. He had a team around him. He had a head coach who does a masterful job of making the offense simplistic for the quarterback. Again, Jordan Love has all of those things. He is set up in a spot to succeed. This is maybe the best landing spot. And before the draft, if we talk about Jordan Love, there was a lot of rumors of him being drafted by New Orleans. And people were gaga about that. Oh, Jordan Love with Sean Payton. Let him sit behind Drew Brees and let him thrive after a year. Great. What? As far as, you know, forget about the timeline. Forget about the quarterback in front of him. Just talk about situation. Green Bay is every bit as good of a situation as New Orleans would have been for Jordan Love to succeed. Okay? So, that is just, you know, that's just going back and looking at some of these guys that we, we look at them and we we forget how they were viewed before they they played well. And Patrick Mahomes, when he was going through training camp his first year as a as a starter, there was like an interception count for him. Yeah, and it was probably mostly run by Broncos fans and Chargers fans that were hoping and giddy that this young quarterback wouldn't be good as all opposing fan bases would be. But there were a lot of questions about Patrick Mahomes coming out. There are a lot of questions about Jordan Love coming out. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, if he would have been, if he was all that, he wouldn't have been the third quarterback drafted in that year's draft class. But he was because there was questions. And I think it's interesting when you talk about situations I think a very interesting discussion with Mahomes and Watson are, what if they flip-flopped? What would their careers look like? And obviously this is hypothetical. No idea. But in my mind, I I would assume Deshaun Watson was more pro-ready. Well, he was more pro-ready. I would assume that if Deshaun Watson would have went to Kansas City, he would have been extremely successful. Either way, he would have been successful in any situation you put him in. That's just the kind of guy he was. Patrick Mahomes placed him in Houston in that dysfunction, throwing him out there his rookie year. I don't know. I don't know what he would have looked like. It's easy to sit back and say, well, he's Patrick Mahomes. He would have been great. And probably, but at, but at, le- but, but at least it leaves a little bit of doubt in my mind that he wouldn't have been as successful because situation matters. Jordan Love is in a fantastic situation. And when Patrick Mahomes became good, we looked back at throws in college. We looked back at things he said in pressers and said, we should have known. We should have known. And that's fair. That's fine to do stuff like that. I'm going to get out ahead of it with Jordan Love. You go back to his 2018 tape, some of the throws he made. You go to his 2019 tape where he quote-unquote struggled with nine new offensive starters, a new head coach, a new play caller, knew everything, and he struggled. He still made throws throughout that season that made you just say, there's something about this kid. There's something about him. 
I don't know what it is. I don't love that he puts the ball in harm's way. I don't love that. But he plays with the same energy. He plays with the same swagger that Mahomes plays with. When you watch those two guys play, their mannerisms as a quarterback are very, very similar. And I think we're going to see that this preseason. When you talk about a guy that is feeling himself on the football field, when he knows he's in the zone, when he knows he's locked in, there's nothing scarier than Patrick Mahomes when he's locked in, and you can tell. Jordan Love isn't much different. Just the way he carries himself on the football field. Very similar. You will notice that. And I think another thing for me that makes me like Jordan Love even more, even more than coming out pre-draft, one is the fact that I have seen every single throw that this kid has made in his college career. Two, I loved the way he attacked his press conference that he had this year after that OTA camp or the mini camp practice where he played well. I love the fact that he was calm, clearly was confident, extremely confident. They asked him about Aaron Rodgers, and he answered that question like it wasn't even on the forefront of his mind. Like he was not even concerned about what what is going on with 12. Are you ready to play? 100%, he said. 100% he's ready to play. And And I believed him. There are some guys that get behind that microphone and they say things and you don't really believe them. They don't convince you. You say, okay, all right, Jordan Love. Yeah, you're 100% ready to play. All right. I believe Jordan Love. I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's right. I don't know. But I believe in him. And I believe him when he says stuff like that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another thing, and I keep making these comparisons to Patrick Mahomes. Another thing, and I'm going to bring in George, I'm going to bring in Aaron Rodgers to this conversation as well. One thing about Patrick Mahomes is you watch this kid play. He he throws an interception. He throws he throws a bad ball. Uh, we talk a lot about the shoulda, woulda, coulda interceptions that Patrick Mahomes throws, and he throws a lot. He comes back and he'll do it again, and it'll be on a dime. He does not turtle. He does not go into a shell when he makes a bad play. He it's almost like it it, it triggers him. It sets him off. Jordan Love is very much the same way. Going and, and you see that in his 2018 tape, the tape where he is out there, and yes, he is pressing. He is trying to make plays. He is trying to be that dude for his team. And if he would have ever turtled, if he would have ever gone into a shell or anything like that, it would have been even worse. It would have been even worse for Utah State that year. But the fact of the matter is he'll come out, he'll throw an interception and go back right out and throw three dimes, lead his team down the field, score a touchdown. Like it never happened. And the reason I want to bring that up is because 12 doesn't do that. No one, Not, not a lot of people talk about this. I mean, we, we kind of do. We, we whisper about it. And it's great. You, know, you don't want to take anything away from Aaron Rodgers. This guy rarely ever makes a mistake. So I'm not sure... I'm not saying like this. The trait is better, like Mahomes and Love. That trait is better than just never putting the ball in harm's way. I'm not saying that. But twelve, I think we all have seen this, and it doesn't have to be an interception. It can be a ball that he puts out there that he didn't expect the defender to be there, or he feels like he got fooled a little bit by the defense, and he kind of goes into a shell for a couple of drives. He does not cut it loose, like he like he like he's playing loose and loose and fast. He doesn't do that. We've all seen it. He throws a bad ball. He throws an interception. He plays, starts playing very cautiously. And that is just not something that Jordan Love does. And Mahomes is kind of the perfect balance of it because he doesn't put a, a lot of balls. You know, he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. And then, you know, Brett Favre is kind of the opposite end of that. And we all know what it's like to watch Brett Favre throw an interception because he didn't care either. <laughs> but far, far would go out, throw an interception, and literally not care and throw three more in a row. So I don't think he's that. I'm just saying his his mindset, his mentality after throwing a bad ball, after making a bad play is I need to make up for that. I need to go out here and get some points on the board for my defense because I just put them in a bad spot. And that's who I think Jordan Love is. You talk to the guys on the team that were on scout team with him last year, love, love Jordan Love. Rooting for him. Thrilled that he had that minicamp practice that he did. Had a had a hit uh, talking to someone on the team that basically after that practice wanted to say F you to the media and say that's Jordan Love. F you media. That's him. And it's interesting now, too, that I'm, I was just watching an NFL Total Access show just 10 minutes before hopping on here and how the national narrative about Jordan Love has changed a little bit as well. Before it was, well, if Jordan Love has to play 
they're the worst team in football, right? I think Schechner said that. And now I was just watching this show. They're talking about who can win the who can win the NFC North. And three guys right on the show said, well, I, I really like Jordan Love's game. I really like his game. So what are the reports coming out of Green Bay now that would make you think that some of these guys, that honestly, they don't have any clue. They're just going off of what they're hearing from other people. What has changed for them to make them now really like Jordan Love? Is it because he had one good practice or is it because the coaching staff really believes in him? The coaches and, and the front office in Green Bay, they like Jordan Love more now than they did last year when they drafted him. So I think you have to look at that and say they believe in this kid. They're excited to, to march him out and to showcase him during preseason. and Heck, maybe even during the regular season if 12 doesn't ever come back. And I, I don't know what this year will look like with Jordan Love as a starting quarterback. I really don't because I think one thing we have to consider is let's say he comes out and has an MVP season, MVP season matches exactly what Patrick Mahomes did in his, uh, his not rookie year, his first year as a starter. It's not as good as what Aaron Rodgers did last year. It isn't Aaron Rodgers last year was better than Patrick Mahomes. His first year as a starter. Their MVP seasons. Aaron Rodgers' MVP season was better. So if you get to that level of play, you can win a Super Bowl with them, of course. But, you know, we do we would need to taper our expectations. I do think this goes from a, a front-running Super Bowl contender to a team that, you know, hopefully makes the playoffs and can make some noise. But ultimately, can they get it done? I don't know. Which I guess you could say that about the Aaron Rodgers-led teams too. Well, can they get it done? Don't know. They haven't. They haven't a lot. They've lost, what is it, four four or five NFC Championship games in Aaron Rodgers' career? Yeah. 12, 12 at some point, he's looking in the mirror and say, well, what, what, what part of that do I need to carry? What part of that is my fault? Because he's not blameless. So all that is to be said, I love Jordan Love. I believe in him as a quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. If, if I'm wrong about that, then I'm wrong. Such is the nature of evaluating quarterbacks in the NFL. I've been wrong before. Been right before as well. So we'll see. You know, hopefully this season we don't have to watch the Packers not have Aaron Rodgers on the team. And I do want to be clear about that. The timeline for Jordan Love should be if you're going to start him, I think next year is the earliest that you can do that or you should do that. But man, if 12 is going to continue these antics, I don't know what type of I don't know what type of effect that has on the team. And even if he does, even if the Packers, even if the Packers do say, "Hey, you know what? We're we're rolling with Jordan Love." There're going to be guys on this team that are loyal to Aaron Rodgers. Of course. That's part of the issue issue with all this, but that's not what we really need to get into. We are talking about why Jordan Love is going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. And the last thing I do want to talk about before we get off here is and, and why why I like Jordan Love is the arm talent. I talked about it earlier. I talked about, you know, he I think he's a top five type guy. And let me talk about arm talent. Um, and I think a lot of people understand what I mean when I say arm talent, but you know, some people hear arm talent and they think, well, he can throw the ball 70 yards. And Jordan Love probably can. He's got a huge arm. But when I talk about arm talent, I'm talking about 
can he make plays outside of structure? Can he throw off different platforms? Can he throw off his back foot, front foot, on the run, right, left, across his body? You know, can he change the trajectory of where the ball release point is? And he can do all that stuff. And another thing that's really impressive about Jordan Love is the fact that he gets the ball quick, gets that ball out quick, boom, shortstop, turn in two. Just like Aaron Rodgers, just like Matt Stafford, just like Patrick Mahomes, just like all those guys, all the good ones can. And why that's super important, and it's 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 more than just getting the ball out so you don't get sacked as well. It's getting the ball out so you can get the ball to that receiver quickly. Anyone that's ever played or, or honestly done anything, if you can see what's in front of you, the better chance you have of, of avoiding those obstacles. It's the same in football. If, you, if I can get the ball in my hands and look forward, I have a better chance of avoiding those obstacles. So when you talk about the horizontal passing game and you talk about Jordan Love, oh, he's checking the ball down. He's checking the ball down. That, I'm okay with that. Let him work on that because, honestly, when he can get the ball out quickly to guys like Amari Rodgers or Devontae Adams and they can do work after the catch, that's good stuff. You know, and what's funny is that is sometimes something Aaron Rodgers struggles with, where he's trying to get the ball out quick horizontally, and he throws a rocket right at their feet. Um, so that's something that I actually really like about Jordan Love is he's got he's got good touch on those passes, and I think the horizontal passing game. If there was one thing that could improve and actually be better under Jordan Love, it is the horizontal passing game because I think he is honestly he throws a better ball. Than Aaron Rodgers does on some of those throws, and it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. I think this preseason is going to be one of the most anticipated preseasons in Green Bay Packers history, and for good reason. But guys, uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, and it's going to be fine. So. Uh, let's all enjoy the ride. After all, this is a game that is supposed to be fun to watch and fun to consume. So we will do that as we continue to move forward. And guys, if you uh, if you if you listen to this podcast, especially during the summer months, like man, right now when when things are not moving at a, at a fast pace, and you still are finding yourself entertained, go ahead and give us a five star review over at Pack a Day Podcast. Just helps us out a lot, and. Uh, just let us know that you appreciate us because, heck, we, we, sure, we sure appreciate you. So thank you guys for listening. And until next time, go Paco. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.